Coming up on the Keto Camp Podcast, we bring on Dr. Patrick Porter. We've all had the experience where we fall asleep on the couch, we're watching a military movie, now we're in the war. Subconscious takes whatever we heard last and within the last two hours of sleep, and it incorporates that into your dreams. Unless something really traumatic happened during the day, then that's going to incorporate that time because our subconscious is trying to figure it out. Our brain, way back, they've known this for, for hundreds of years, maybe thousands, that our brain is a servo mechanism, meaning goal striving. We assign the meaning. The brain doesn't know. It thinks whatever you're spending your time doing, that's what's important to you. So I always tell people, if you want to know who your God is, what's your first thought in the morning? We have access to ancient healing strategies such as ketosis, fasting, and carnivore. And on the Keto Camp Podcast, we are determined to deliver the science to you. We bring in the thought leaders in this space to have extraordinary conversations so you could apply it and change your life. Your body was built to thrive. Your body is capable of healing as long as you identify the interference and remove it. I believe you are a masterpiece because you are a piece of the master. My name is Ben Azadi. I'm the best-selling author of Keto Flex, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Keto Camper, thank you for pressing play today. I am your host, Ben Azadi, over at benazadi.com. Today, we welcome Dr. Patrick Porter, who has a PhD. He's an award-winning author and educator, and he's the founder of BrainTap. We're going to dive deep into his backstory, how he learned about meditation. His dad was a person in the meditation space, and at the age of 12 years old, he started implementing it, learning about it, and we get into the importance of the brain and patterns, meaning when you go out into nature and you hear the water, if you hear the waves, see the sun, how that benefits your brain, how that benefits your health. We get into the importance of grounding, aka earthing, which we linked down below a book if you want to learn more about that, how all of our cells get power from the sun and how there's more mitochondria in your eyes than any place in the body, how your body could interact and your brain interacts with trees, grass, the garden, earth. Nature will make your brain work well. And if you want your brain not to work well, he says, watch the news. I agree with that. We get into cortisol and adrenaline, how that hijacks the brain and how stress actually shrinks your brain. We get into the benefits of using his technology for post-traumatic stress disorder. We get into the conscious versus subconscious mind, my favorite part of the conversation, because the subconscious mind controls 95% of your biology and most of your results, 95% of your results, probably more. We get into BrainTap. Their BrainTap device is freaking awesome. I've been using it now for three weeks. And every time I use it, it puts me in this nice, calm, parasympathetic state, similar to getting a 90-minute massage. I 
take the headset off and I just feel so relaxed. I'm somebody who runs very sympathetic dominant, meaning fight or flight, thinking all the time. What can I do? What can I create? What can I study? And for me, it's important and for all of us, but especially me because I'm so sympathetic dominant, to find ways to tap into my parasympathetic rest and digest part of my nervous system. And brain tap is that key that unlocks that parasympathetic nervous system for me. He's going to share why the ears take 25,000 pieces of information every second and your eyes are actually only 30% of your healing. We get into the technology of retinal flashing. The device has really cool technology where you have different lights and sequences, sequences excuse me, going through the eyes and through the ears. We get into neuroplasticity and why you need to challenge your brain, similar to hormesis and how you, similar to exercise, when you challenge your muscles to grow, we want to do the same thing with your brain. We talk about brain tap helping you overcome psychological fears improving your heart rate variability with brain tap getting better sleep with brain tap drinking water huh something so simple and easy to do but easy not to do their device is fantastic i was just at dinner with a couple of friends of mine sarah and dr daniel and they were going on and on and on about their clinic in sarasota and how they have been giving not giving away but selling these brain tap devices to so many patients cuz they try it and they notice the difference right off their one try, and they end up buying the device and changing their lives. Uh, and it's really, really awesome. Uh, my fiance Natasha was just doing it yesterday. I took a video of her, and she said she felt so calm and relaxed after doing it. In a world that we live in right now, which is so go, 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 fight or flight, stimulation, stimulation, dopamine hit after dopamine hit, we need to find ways to reset. And yeah, being out in nature, great way to reset. But what if you have a device you can use in your house, uh, on an airplane, when you're traveling, it's very easy to use. It doesn't, doesn't take a lot of time. And the recordings in their app are awesome. There's over a thousand recordings to listen to, which we'll get into that. He was so generous, Dr. Patrick Porter, and he's giving away a free 15-day trial for you to try BrainTap. I'm going to put a link for that down below. Now, you could use BrainTap by just getting the app and using our link to get a free 15-day trial to get the full access and use any kind of headset. But if you want to take it to a, a level of full optimization, then you want to get the headset, which is with the audio and also the light therapy going through your eyes and your ears. I have the whole, the whole deal there. I have the entire headset that I use. So we'll put a link for that down below as well. And you're going to just love this conversation. He's a wealth of knowledge and his history, his experience is freaking awesome. So before I bring him on, I want to take a minute to get to the Apple podcast rating and review of the day. This is a five-star review from Snuggle Pebbles titled Great Information. So much great information. I love his energy. I love his excitement for keto. Love the guest speakers and I have watched all of his YouTube videos as well. Thank you, Snuggle Pebbles. I'm so grateful you're watching the YouTube videos, which is Keto Camp on YouTube, and you continue to press play. We are committed to leaving a new episode for you in your little podcast app every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, three times a week, three episodes that are brand new every week. Look, I don't know a lot of podcasts that are doing that. It takes a lot of energy, a lot of money, a lot of resources to do it. And we are committed and super happy to do so. So when you leave a rating and review, it helps us in our mission. So if you haven't left the Keto Camp Podcast a rating and review yet, please do so right now. 
We are seven days away from our seven-day keto challenge. This is going to be life-changing for seven days. We're going to dive deep into keto, fasting, inflammation, insulin resistance, thyroid health, keto flexing, diet variation, women's health, and so much more. Featured speakers include Dr. Ken Berry, Dr. Ben Bickman, Dr. Mindy Pels, Dr. Daniel Pampa, myself, and Alina from the Keto Camp team. And we're going to dive deep for seven days, one and a half hour live streams every single day for seven days. And we're going to give away over $8,000 in free prizes, including six months of Purity Coffee, a year membership to our premier program, the Keto Camp Academy, a bundle from Paleo Valley, a bundle from Redmond's Real Salt, Pure Firm Supplements. Uh, we're going to give away 24 cartons of Kettle and Fire. And we have some other surprises I'm not going to share yet. So if you want to get signed up, it's free. Head to ketocampchallenge.com or click the link in the podcast notes. Before I bring on Dr. Patrick Porter, here's a brief message from today's sponsor. Did you know there's actually beverages that can supercharge your fasting results? My favorite, which is a keto powerhouse, is apple cider vinegar. There's a ton of research showing apple cider vinegar has been beneficial for boosting your metabolism, suppressing appetite, reducing fat storage. That's because apple cider vinegar contains acetic acid, which is a short-chain fatty acid that's been shown to promote weight loss in those ways. Also, apple cider vinegar is one of the best ways to balance your blood sugars. A study showed apple cider vinegar improved insulin sensitivity after high-carb meals up to 34%. We also know that apple cider vinegar stimulates digestion, acts as a bile stimulant to help break down the fat you're eating on keto. Another research study showed apple cider vinegar protects against mineral depletion. If you're like me, you probably don't like the taste of apple cider vinegar. I think it tastes disgusting. That's why my go-to is Paleo Valley's Apple Cider Vinegar Complex. This is an organic blend of apple cider vinegar and four more gut and health supportive superfoods. I take this before my meals. I take it before coffee. And this enhances my fast and my blood sugar regulation. You'll find it contains organic apple cider vinegar, organic turmeric, organic ginger, organic Ceylon cinnamon, and organic lemon. Since you are a listener of the Keto Camp podcast, we worked out an exclusive discount code for you to get the apple cider vinegar complex capsules and all of the products over at Paleo Valley. All you need to do is head to paleovalley.com and use the coupon code KETOCAMP15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order. By the way, they got delicious beef sticks and an awesome organ meat complex. Go check them out. Paleovalley.com. That is KetoCamp15 at checkout. We'll also drop a link down below in the show notes. Okay, let's talk about brain health with Dr. Patrick Porter. Dr. Patrick Porter is an award-winning author, educator, consultant, entrepreneur, and speaker with 20-plus years of experience operating the largest self-help franchise in the world. He's become a highly sought-after expert with the personal improvement industry, having sold over 3 million of his self-help products worldwide. Dr. Porter has been on the cutting edge of brainwave entrainment technology for 32 years. He's the author of the award-winning bestseller, Awaken the Genius, Mind Technology of the 21st Century, which was awarded best how-to book of 1994. He's been doing this for a while. So without further ado, here's Dr. Patrick Porter. Dr. Patrick Porter, welcome to the Keto Camp Podcast. 
Hey, thanks for having me, Ben. It's great to be here. I just love the work that you're doing in your company, pioneering work, and you've been at it for quite some time. And I recently started experimenting with your product BrainTap and your app, and I'll share a little bit more as we have the conversation, what I've learned and how I felt using it, but also you have clinical research that backs it up and you work with tons of doctors. So it's not just, yeah, this person got benefits, but you actually have research to back it up, which we'll talk about. But I wanna rewind with you, Patrick, to when you were 12 years old, right? Your dad is fully entrenched into the meditation field. And what were some of the things you were learning growing up in this space of meditation? Well, the main thing that I learned was that anything that I wanted to accomplish, especially in the field of sports, because that's what motivates a 12-year-old, was that he could have me visualize whether it was hitting the ball or running across the finish line. I mean, he taught he taught us so many things. My coaches, because it wasn't popular back in the 70s, right? I mean, you unless you lived in California, yeah. you weren't getting this information. Only the hippies initially. were doing it back then. Yeah, right? <laughs> and so they they were looking at me like I was weird because I'd say, I just want to walk, I just want to sit over here for five minutes. And I, you know, in, in visualize what I wanted to accomplish. And I started realizing that if I could visualize it, like when I went through and got my black belt, if I could visualize all the moves, then I knew I could step up and take the test. But if I couldn't visualize them, I knew I was going to mess up. So it became a very important part, even in, in school, when yeah, I kind of gave my dad lip service about that, because he was, you know, he really wanted us to get our grades up. But I realized that in school was improving just by using the techniques in sports. I started to be have more attention, more concentration. And then I started to visualize my grades, not how I was going to get there, because I didn't know that. Now we know that you don't have to do that. But back then, he just said, just visualize what you want as an outcome. And it started working. And, and from just about any, I have a lot of people, especially in my, when I was growing up, thinking that I was just lucky. And they would always say, Porter, you're just lucky. And I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, when I try to tell them, you know, well, I'm visualizing this, like, what, you know, like, you're crazy, you know, that has nothing to do with it. But I believe that it has everything to do with it. Now, there's not a sports team on earth that doesn't use some form of visualization. And they do it in schools all the time. It's it's not so uncommon as it was back then. I, I love that. You know, it's, it's not luck, it's law. It's a universal law, what you feed energy to expand. So if you're feeding energy to the things that you're visualizing and feeling and experiencing, it's a universal law, whatever you feed energy, energy to expand. So if somebody says, yeah, I don't believe in gravity, right? Because gravity <laughs> is also a universal law. I could drop my glasses here. And even if they don't believe in it, they'll see it drop to the ground because it's law, not luck. So yeah, as you started to do this and you started to experience the benefits from meditation, visualization, uh, at what point did you start to really become obsessed with studying the brain and lights and sounds and what that does to the mitochondria and ATP production? Well, you know, on weekends, while other people were going out doing things with their family, I was helping setting up seminar rooms, you know, in setting up chairs for my dad to do his seminar training. So uh, it got to a point where my dad, when, when I became like 19, 20 years old, he started having me do some of the seminars. And I realized that unlike my older brother, who's still in the business with me, Michael, you might have met him there at the event, but he he's not a public speaker, really. But I found that I could get up and I love being in front of people. I was a three sport captain, so it was natural for me to want to be a leader. And I just loved it. And I so I started doing it on the side. I went to school for electronics and I wasn't going to do what my dad did. You know, that was like craziness. But then I ran into a group in Vegas. It's a whole a story that would take too long to tell here, but I, you know, by divine guidance, I was directed to a group called Light and Sound Research, and they happened to have a piece of the equipment called the Sills. 
And the owner of the company died and they didn't know how to get it to work. And I said, well, I have a degree in electronics. I said, where are you going to go after the show? It was just in Vegas. And they said, well, we're going to go to Scottsdale. And I said, well, I have an office in Scottsdale. Why don't you come on over? And just by, that's what I'm saying. It's like a divine coincidence or whatever. And they came to the office and I reversed engineered it with them. We hired an engineer as well because it was beyond my scope, but that never stopped me. <laughs> you know, I was thinking I could do it, but EEPROM chips just came out, which is a piece of technology that basically it could take the place of me. The, this machine, you had to watch for skin temperature, uh, respiration, heart rate. It was biometrics, not neuro. There was no neuro feedback back then. And I tell people that they go, what, you were doing this before? How did you know what to do? There was only one tool where you could measure brainwaves. It was called the mind mirror. And I loved it. I mean, I, because it had electronics. I mean, I was, I was in it, you know, and what happened was we started to experiment with the mind mirror, which showed us what the brain was doing, and we could see what the physiology was doing. Was it helping them to relax and get into that sympathetic, get out of that sympathetic drive and into parasympathetics and all that? And I just, I got hooked on the research and then seeing people that would never meditate before, they would never relax. And I founded a, a franchise company because it was, it was so difficult to explain to people back then. I tell people it was like describing atmosphere to a fish. You know, you, you couldn't, they, they just didn't get it. But when we had the franchise, it was more about weight loss and stop smoking, stress reduction, sleeping better. So they didn't care how we did it. You know, we could have taken a hammer out, hit them on the head. And if they could sleep better, they would line up and, and come into the clinics. And I sold that company in 2002. But during that time, it gave me the money to continue to reinvest and discover and work with people. And I sold that company and was kind of semi-retired. I was just doing public speaking and kind of hanging out in San Francisco area. And I was fortunate enough to run into some people where I said, you know, I've always wanted to build this device. Because the old one, if you if somebody goes online and sees something like the MC Square, the Zen Frames, the uh, Mind Spa, all my old units, they all had a lot of wires. I mean, they were like, they weren't user friendly, in other words, but in the clinics, they were fine because technology is shrinking, right? Everything, the first sales machine was the size of a microwave, just to give you an idea of what it took, which is ridiculous now when you think about it. But that's what it took to do it because the, the one EEPROM chip was almost three inches long, just one chip. So, I mean, the, things were much bigger than, you know, to get them to work. But when, when I was able to compress everything, the whole technology is now in the headset. And the and with the app, with the advent of you know app marketing and using the app, we used to have to sell CDs and cassettes and you know things like that. That I, I could get rid of my warehouse, which was so so nice because I had I, I have over a thousand products, and so I didn't want to you know that was very hard because one might sell really well, the other one might not sell at all, you know things like that. But online, it, if you can help one person with it, it's there. So it, it just I got excited because the technology married really consciousness. And I was really into consciousness and, and how can I improve myself? And I had quite a few little, my first book, which hasn't been published yet, but I've written it is called shamanism in the 21st century, because I had a few spiritual experiences that just woke me up to this reality, not being the whole deal. Well, now people are getting into plant-based medicine. So I'm, I'm not jumping into it both feet yet, but I'm, I'm kind of doing it with some researchers and finding some fantastic stuffs out there. So I think it's just all an evolution. And I was fortunate to be there with, with the electronic mind to do it.
Yeah, and you've been in this space for quite some time. I mean, you started off as a kid. <laughs> so you've seen a lot, you've seen a lot of the changes. You know, you mentioned, Patrick, you mentioned being conscious. And, you know, that's a, that's a word that I think people hear, but they don't really understand, like the conscious, subconscious mind and the role that plays with our results. It's estimated that about 90% plus of the, our results and our behaviors is a result of the subconscious minds, the paradigm, these multitude of behaviors that are just running on autopilot. Now, in this day and age, we have mainstream media, we have the news, we have social media. So let's get into like the problem here, and then we'll get into the solution. Like, what, what is the problem with all of this feedback, being inside, not getting sunlight, going on our phone, scrolling, watching CNN, watching Fox News, watching uh, mainstream news? What, what is that doing to our subconscious mind, to our body and our brain? Yeah. The good part is that our brain loves patterns. The bad part is that it loves patterns. You know, so, so if somebody's used to every night watching the news and then they go to sleep right afterwards, we've all had the experience where we fall asleep on the couch, we're watching a military movie, now we're in the war. Subconscious takes whatever we heard last and within the last two hours of sleep and it incorporates that into your dreams. Unless something really traumatic happened during the day, then that's going to incorporate that time because our subconscious is trying to figure it out. Our brain, way back, they've known this for, for hundreds of years, maybe thousands, that our brain is a servo mechanism, meaning goal striving. We assign the meaning. The brain doesn't know. It thinks whatever you're spending your time doing, that's what's important to you. So I always tell people, if you want to know who your God is, what's your first thought in the morning? Because whatever that first thought is, if your first thought is, hey, I'm a, how am I going to serve reality? How am I going to do a better job? How am I going to teach, train, and motivate? Or do you say, oh, no, poor me. What's going to fall out of the sky and land on me today? And I think the subconscious plays a big role. When we're inside, what happens subconsciously is our body needs the earth. You know, and they call this earthing. A good friend of mine, uh, Clint Oprah, wrote the book Earthing. Yeah, I had him on my show. Great. Great guy. Yeah. yeah he's, he's awesome. And I, in fact, where I'm standing right now, I'm standing on an earthing mat because, uh, you know, I'm in, and I'm standing up for a reason too. You know, our, our body needs movement. And most people think of our brain as our mind. That's not true at all. Our mind is non-locale, which means it's not located. It's, it's a part of us, but it's not us. It's, it's an activity, not a thing. Yeah, right. So this brain, I like to tell people, think of your body like the hard drive of a computer. And it's collecting information and storing it in the body. Now, in psychology, we call that psychosomatic. So you might have a problem with your right knee, meaning that you can't receive things. You know, and Louise Hay did a really good job in her book kind of describing all of those things. But what happens when you're, if you're not getting sunlight, sunlight is really important to our cells. And that's why we use light therapy in the brain tap. But it, the, our cells communicate. I, I like to tell people, Superman is not the only one that gets their power from the sun. Every one of our cells do. That's the mitochondria. And, you know, when you think about there's more mitochondria in your eyes per, you know, centimeter or whatever than any other place in the body. The brain is second. You know, so when somebody asks, we, we have these light receptors and we actually have them on our skin called chromoforms. It's literally batteries that store energy from light, sound and vibration. And of course, we think we get all of our energy from food and drink, which is that's kind of the gross matter way, if you will. It's, it, but there's this etheric matter. So when we think about our mind and our consciousness, those are different things. When you're conscious of something, uh, I, I like the example of walking into a dark room with a flashlight. Our conscious mind is the flashlight beam. Just because you can't see everything else doesn't mean it doesn't exist. You know, but there's a part of us 
that's greater than us that knows everything, you know, in because you can't have something from nothing. When we think about the underlying reality of all things, that's why, especially in the Vedic text, and when you look at ancient traditions, they talk about this conscious thing, like Mother Earth or Father Sky, you know, if you're thinking about the American Indians. But in, in India, they will talk about how Gaia, you know, there's this, this is an illusion because our brain is always, I guess the best example is one that I heard during NLP training back in the 80s when they said, you know, when you walk into the kitchen and you're saying, hey, where's the salt shaker? And your spouse says, it's right there on the counter. And you're going, no, it isn't. And then they walk out right by you. They pick up the salt shaker. It was there the whole time, but you didn't see it. Now, in neuroscience, what we now know is we render 80% of our conscious reality. We render it, meaning that the reality that we live in is happening so quickly that we don't process the real reality. We process, let's say, our predisposed reality. I don't care who you are. You're going to be prejudiced to some way. You know, you're going to see something like if you, if you bought a red automobile, you drive off the lot. Now you see all the red cars everywhere because it's called the reticular activating system. So these patterns, the brain sets up these patterns to create safety. We have our primitive brain that gets us into trouble. That's the part that gets hijacked uh, most of the time in today's reality because its whole job is to scan our environment all the time. It's scanning, it's scanning, and it's looking for, is this dangerous to me? Am I safe? Can I, and can I let my guard down? Now, some people get locked in that. And they watch the news and that exacerbates it. And they feel good while they're watching it because it's normal to them. And, you know, the, the old saying, I love that picture where it's got the round circle and it's over here has got a dot. It says your growth is outside your comfort zone. <laughs> you know, everybody's thinking that their growth, you know, they're going to feel good while they learn, grow and expand. That's not true at all. We learn through stress. I mean, there's even evidence that shows going back to when we're born. Were you born through the birth canal or were you taken cesarean? If you're not born through the birth canal, then there are certain triggers. They call them primitive reflexes that our body doesn't get triggered and that causes problems. Now you can get them, I guess, released. I was lucky enough to travel with Robert Melillo who talks about this through, through Sweden. And even though I'm not a chiropractor, I learned all these primitive reflexes. I'm like, wow, I didn't even realize that. But it, these are problems people think are psychological but they're physiological. So there's a connection between our physiology and our psychology. And most people think they, they're they like binary. No, it's your body, you gotta get in shape, you gotta eat better, you gotta do, or you've gotta get your mind right, you gotta do. The reality is, I, I say there's four waves of wellness. I'm writing a book actually with Rashika Sakri, who used to run Google's wellness programs. We're calling it the third wave of wellness. The fourth wave, I'm gonna write myself. But the three waves, the number one is nutrition. You cannot outthink a bad diet. So when you think about the food you're consuming, what you're doing, and what you do with keto is so important right now because so many people have diabetes. You know, if you want to beat diabetes, you know, that's what you got to do. I mean, it's, or at least it's one of the solutions that I think is one of the best. But you've got to get your diet right because foods actually are drugs. They affect our psychology. They affect the way we think, the way we act. We all know people that were super negative. They started working out, eating healthy. And you go, who's this guy? Well, they did it that way. Number two is we've got to get our body moving and breathing. Yoga, Tai Chi, whatever it is. That's why breath work like Wim Hof and all these people doing breath work and, and things of that. That's why it's so important. Most people are sitting all day. That's the new smoking. The third wave of wellness we believe today is 
brain fitness. And the reason for that is when you think about our lifestyles, when you're not getting out, getting grounded, in Japan, they call it forest bathing. You get outside, walk around because our biology actually interacts with the garden or the trees in the grass and the earth where we're absorbing those negative ions and we're feeding. It's symbiotic in that relationship. And it all works in making us well, making our brain well, because it all works together. The brain is the central processing unit, but it's hardware. The software is who you are, which there's some arguments out there about if there is something else, but we know that they've done studies when people die. This is the one thing that blew me away when there was a movie called Coma and they showed all these people hanging on this weighted threads. That was actually an experiment they were doing to find out, do we lose any weight when we die? And they found out that we lose three quarters of, an, of a pound. Everybody does. So what is that three quarters of a pound? That's the energy. That's somehow that's us because energy can't be destroyed nor created. Where does it go? You know, I don't have those answers, but I'm sure certainly with the kind of life that people are living, when you think the only thing you have is a, a 60 inch television as your reality, and you don't know what to think until somebody tells you what to think. I think the biggest problem we have in the world today is people's lack of thinking. Everybody's being told what to think, but we need to train people how to think. And when you think about whether it be a keto diet or you think about getting people to do yoga or tai chi or some kind of breath therapy or getting to use brain tap or some kind of meditation, these are things that should be taught in school. I tell people, you can have your own breakthrough. You don't have to have a breakdown. You know, you don't have to wait till you're 30 years old or 39 or whatever it is that your your biological clock breaks down and you start remembering that you're not immortal, at least on the physical level, you know, you want to take care of your body. So I think that what's happening the last two years is if you want to make a population on a planet sick, you want to destroy all social fabric, you want to mismanage all moral compasses, you do exactly what was done to us. And it's showing up. I mean, look at what's happening out there. It's just crazy. Yeah. Well, not us, but most people out there. (laughs) I hear you. What's the fourth wave? The fourth wave is spiritual. I think that we have to have a spiritual connection. If you don't have a spiritual compass, and I don't care what that is, you just have to know there is a power greater than you and I. I don't want to keep the moon and the stars in their place. There's a universal principle there as well, just like gravity. And these spiritual principles are coming from some thing or someone or some power that's greater than all of us. So usually when I'm talking with my clients, I'm talking like AA because I, I did a lot of addiction therapy and things like that. So, but you know, I was brought up Catholic. I don't care if you're brought up Jewish, whatever it is, you have to have some kind of, that's your moral compass, you know, and unfortunately we're being trained out of that. I want to take a quick break here to share with you about the dangers of taking fish oil. I know, shocking. I was somebody who took fish oil every single day for years. And then I came across a ton of research showing the dangers of consuming fish oil. I immediately found an amazing product called Pureform. Pureform is a plant-based omega. And the cool thing about Pureform is that it is uniquely processed with nitrogen to preserve it and make sure it does not oxidize. These essential fatty acids are cold pressed and you get the proper balance of omega-6 and omega-3 to feed your cells what it desires. We know that life begins and ends 
at the cell membrane. And when you have the proper fats, the building blocks for those cell membranes, all of a sudden, your fat-burning hormones can do its job. So you lose weight. All of a sudden, your cells produce energy, so you feel good. So we know that cellular health is key for performance and longevity. So I've been taking Pureform every single day. My dog takes it every single day. So does my girlfriend and my mom. This is how much I love the product. If you want to get your bottle delivered to your door, head over to purelifescience.com. Check them out. Order a bottle or two, and you'll be amazed by how you feel after taking this just after a few days. That is purelifescience.com. Use the coupon code BEN4 to apply a $4 off coupon. That is BEN, B-E-N, and the number four. International shipping is available. Okay, let's go back into this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast. The four waves, I love them. Nutrition right? It's, you know, you're right, because when somebody changes their diet, they fix, they improve their gut health, and their gut is connected to their brain. So they actually think better thoughts and are happier in general. Movement and breath work, amazing brain fitness, we're going to dive deep into that shortly with your product and a spiritual connection. Uh, Neville Goddard said, we are only limited by weakness of attention and poverty of imagination, right? It's exactly what you're saying here. Most people are not thinking Mental activity is not the same thing as actually creating an original thought. And Alvin Toffler, I think it was Alvin Toffler, maybe it was Earl Nightingale, one of them said, uh, 3% of the population think, 2% of the population think they think, and 95% of the population would rather die than think. And it's it's just automatic paradigm running the show, and then we're not stopping to take a breath and actually reset and think, am I actually, is this thought serving me or is this thought, am I just going through the motions, right? So that's so important. And I hope those listening and watching understand those 60,000 thoughts that you have every day or so are very important because if you can start to get really aware of what you're thinking and you start to change your thoughts, which is your greatest power as a human being, animals don't have this power, and you start to actually choose thoughts that serve your future self, that means 60,000 opportunities you have every single day to put your body in a healing, loving, anti-inflammatory state. You said in your lecture at in Vegas that we were both at, cortisol and adrenaline hijack the brain. You kind of touched upon that a little bit, but can you get a little bit deeper into what that's doing when we're in this high cortisol adrenaline state? Yeah, well, what happens is it locks us out of our other resources. So it's kind of like a light switch. We're either in our thriving brain or we're in our surviving brain. And there's really no middle ground. I mean, it, that's why so many people have a hard time uh, with PTSD and things like that. When they're in the military, special forces, you're on all the time. You've got to be or you could die tomorrow. And But then you get out and you realize nobody's pointing a gun at me anymore. But the brain learned the pattern. And it's so fixated on that pattern, it doesn't know how to flip, flip the switch. And that's why I believe recovery is the most underprescribed protocol that there is. We need ways to recover. You know, you can't just keep going and going. So, and also what happens with cortisol, for those listening, one stressful year, like what we went through in 2020, they have found shrinks the brain three quarters of an inch. Now, to put that in perspective, your brain shrinks three quarters of an inch every night when you sleep, but you drink water the next day and it hydrates. Hopefully, you're drinking water, good water and it's hydrating. And, you, that's a yeah. and it's shrinking for a reason. It's, it's shrinking for a detoxification yes. reason. Yeah. But, but what happens is they've, they've done autopsies on people that all they had was the brainstem left and they were functioning like a, 
an average human being, they're probably one of those 95% that would do anything but think. I mean, when you think about cortisol and adrenaline, if you are an adverse to pain, like you're an away from person, they would call it, you know, where you run as fast as you can from anything discomforting, then you might have taken the vaccine because you thought it was going to protect you. Because the pain of being out of the quote norm was too much. And that was driven by cortisol and adrenaline. If they, they know if you want to take over a population, the first thing you must do is create fear. And like when I, when I boxed or when I did martial arts and competitions and things, I knew as soon as I could get that guy angry, I won. Because they would not be thinking anymore. Anger hijacks that. You know, when, when the Buddha said, he who angers you conquers you, he was very true. So our body, what happens, these, these neuro, when you're talking about, I think Bruce Lipton, he's the one they quote mostly, this is 95% of our biology is controlled by our subconscious. So when you think about it, everybody's spending all their time trying to change their conscious mind. And you can't paint the room while you're cleaning the room. You've got to take time to settle in, get relaxed, Figure out what you are thinking. Most people don't even know what they're thinking. When they say that 80% of those thoughts you're talking about are negative. Are negative. <laughs> and the same thoughts from yesterday, yeah. yeah. And so we need to, you can flip that channel. You can flip the channel, but it takes work. You know, you can make it easy by doing something like brain tap, but you, you're still going to take work. It's not going to be a magic wand. And what happens is we're doing a study right now in Brazil, which is an incredible study. We have... When you do a drug study, you do it three, at three universities at one time, because usually only one is going to work. That's the truth of it all. And so we had the, this group in Brazil that wanted to take BrainTap into Brazil to replace opioids for that they were becoming abused there like they are in America. And so they set it up. We have three universities doing the studies. All three of them are going to come back with phenomenal results. We've already seen the results of that. But what it is, is it's not the placebo. When you downregulate your nervous system with breath, relaxation, visualization techniques, you know, light, sound, vibration, what we're doing, the body responds just as, just as it would if you took a breath of air and your lungs take in the oxygen and breathe out the, you know, the carbon dioxide. Your, your body knows what to do with those signals if you're constantly bombarded with stress. I always tell people, and you probably heard it from the, when I was doing my talk, I said, if you're too happy, so if you're too happy out there, if you're, you know, you're too engaged, you, everything seems to be going right for you and you just don't like that, turn on the news. Because immediately they're going to do one thing that hijacks our brain when you take away hope. And this happened, if you're a parent, you, you can identify with this because when we, this was in the 90s, I was doing a book tour around the country with a book I wrote called Awaken the Genius. And my son was only like 11 years old at the time. And we pull out to go on the tour. We're going to be on the road for two years. And I'm going to homeschool him and we're going to have this adventure. We're not even out of the town yet. And Alex is going, are we there yet? You know, and just constantly. And of course, you can say, we'll be there when we're there. And what happens is Alex gets angry and angry and angry. That subconscious is no more educated than a fourth grader. So you can't win when you argue with a fourth grader. So what I had to do with Alex was I took the next time we stopped, I told my wife, I said, bring out the map. I took out the map. This was before her GPS, obviously. It would be much nicer now. He could have just watched the map on the, on the screen. But we took out the map, and I said, Alex, this is where we're at. I want you to tell me when we get to this city, this city, this city, this city. Now it became a game for him. 
he had outcomes. And he started looking at those little micro outcomes along the way. And so he did it for a while, you know, maybe for about 45 minutes to an hour. Then he fell asleep, wakes up. Where are we at on the map? Oh, there's where we're at. Falls asleep again. Finally, we drive in there. He goes, that was fast, Dad. If I would have told him, just shut up. We're going to get there when we get there. You know, I'm going to pull the car over. I'm going to turn this thing, you know, and got angry. I would have engaged a different part of his thinking process. I wanted to show him that, hey, doesn't matter how long the journey is. If you know the steps that you're getting there, stay focused on those micro steps, but keep your vision on the future. And that's really, you know, after I did that, and Cynthia goes, he's never going to learn how to read the map, but he's... He does. He now he's a technician that he's a works for a big company, but they uh, he's a problem solver. That's what he does all day long. Because I taught him to if there's a problem, there's always a solution, and every solution has problems. You just have to pick the solution that has the least amount of problems. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I love that story. That is that's so, so great. Um, so when you talk about the brain, right? When we talk about your product, Brain Tap, I'm going to share my experience. So for those watching on YouTube, this is what it looks like. Of course, you have the headphones that goes around your ears and then you have, uh, it's not on, but the, it lights up here and then it also lights up on the side. So it, uh, it's light therapy, sound therapy. And the first time that I used it, which was about a couple of weeks ago, I did uh, a couple of sessions. I think one was 20 minutes. The other one was 30 minutes. I laid down here in my office on my PEMF mat. I also went into a sauna blanket at the same time and I got up from it. And I felt the same way I felt the last time I got like a 90 minute massage. Like I felt so relaxed and parasympathetic. And for me is a game changer because I'm somebody who's so sympathetic dominant. And anytime I could find ways to get more of the parasympathetic, I'm going to do it. And then I see that show with my HRV and my sleep score. So maybe you could explain a little bit about what happened to me during that session and how that actually helps get more of that parasympathetic going. Sure. Well, the main things that happened was you started to turn on the production of neurotransmitters, which happens in the gut. Your brain tells the gut, hey, start making that acetylcholine, start making, you know, that GABA. And what happens then is, and all the other 54 different neurotransmitters that I'm not talking about, but the, the brain regulates those and, and does its thing. So you're bathing in this biological soup that's in the right physiological state. When they say he who angers you conquers you, the reason they say that is everything that happens to you happens through you. So while you're experiencing it, your body has to create a biological identity with that information. That's why words are so important. When you're talking about the words people use, they're creating biological elements that correspond to them. You don't just see something, you actually create a chemical relationship to that. So while you're laying on the mat, your eyes are closed, we're going to first trigger the, what's called retinal flashing. The, with your eyes closed, your brain, those are brain frequencies in the head, in the front of it. And it's very, it's 470 nanometer light. It's very low. When they call increments of light energy exchange, it doesn't even pass through your eyelids when they're closed. But blue-eyed people, like you're a little light-eyed, you might not need as much light because you bring in more light just naturally. But we're doing that because the, the eyes are not just attached to the brain. The eyes are brain matter. So if we want to use photobiomodulation, we can start feeding the brain energy. And what light does, for those that aren't familiar with that process, is the light is absorbed by the hemoglobin and as an energy charge, and it circulates through the bloodstream until it finds a cell that's about to die, apoptosis. And then if it can get there before it dies, that cell will exchange its death throes, let's say, with energy. It'll take the energy from that photon 
the Krebs cycle starts up again and it instantly starts making ATP. So basically light brings energy to the brain in, in our case, but it could be anywhere. It's going to circulate through the body. Now, what happens then now that's at a certain frequency. So let's say that we want to get you to an alpha session was probably one of the 30 minute or the 20 minute one you listen to. So that's going to mimic you going to sit by the ocean. Now we can't take you to the ocean, but what we can do is we can create the frequency response of the ocean by using light, sound, and vibration. And because we are a bundle of nerves and sensory-based systems, our sensory-based system gets overridden. That's why they call it hacking, I guess. We didn't know that in the 80s. We just thought it was helping people meditate. But to use an example, I always like taking ancient traditions and turning them into modern technology. So in the ancient times, you would look at a candle. And when you're looking at that candle flash, that candle's actually flashing at 10 hertz frequency. It's creating alpha. So if you meditate to it, your brain is doing the same thing as the brain tap. It's just a candle's not as specific as an LED, so but it's going to flicker. But we've all also been, most of us have been on a romantic getaway where we're there with our significant other. We light a fire and everybody starts getting a little frisky. That's because that fire is also burning at 10 hertz frequency and it creates the main neurotransmitter that is produced during alpha activity is acetylcholine, which is the feel-good neurotransmitter. It also is the one you get when you fall in love a, a lot of times. So you start feeling this connection. Now, what we did, then we take another layer, we're going to put lights in the ears. And I'll talk about the sound in a moment, but the light in the ears is actually not solid light. It's actually flickering and changes every two minutes to a different noje frequency. What Dr. Nogier did was he realized there's different regions of the ear that you could put acupuncture points and put a frequency of sound in, and it would alter the body's biological system. But what we know with photobiomodulation is all we have to do is bathe the area, and the path of least resistance is going to be given to the energy. So the energy is going to run through the meridians of the body which is part of what we can test with our NeuroCheck technology. We can show the blockages in the nervous system and we can show how photobiomodulation opens those up. But then on top of that, that frequency is basically telling the nervous system, stop stressing. Unlock that sympathetic drive. And we call it sympathetic escape, by the way, because the body escapes in there and it doesn't do anything. It's kind of like hiding in a cave. But if you're in parasympathetic, you're open, you're, everything's working a little bit better. So basically, that's one of the frequencies that Dr. Noje figured out, along with the other six. And so that's the main driver in the session. And then with that, we also have tones. Our primitive brain is always listening for what's going on. Our ears right now, as just so everyone knows, your eyes take in 2,000 pieces of information, but we only act on less than 40 of them. So that's what I'm talking about when we render reality. Our ears take in 25,000 pieces of information every second. So, and it only acts on less than 40 of them. So it's always listening. You know, if you've ever been to a lecture and you couldn't hear the lecture, but then you changed your position so you could have line of sight with them, that's because your eyes are actually 30% of your hearing. Most people don't know that. So when they go, why do you use retinal flashing to keep the brain awake? so that the hearing processes are up. If you close your eyes, that's why it takes, it's so hard for people to meditate. Only 5% of people that start meditating continue meditating because they don't know how to keep, stay awake because meditation isn't sleep. It's, it's a state between awake and asleep. 
where these brain waves are going. So what we've done is now we mirror what's happening in the right eye, which what's happening in the left brain and vice versa. We're going to play some tricks on the brain using different tones and sounds. And it's an algorithm that, that I've been working on. And they're all different. Every session is different. Yeah, for example, like I was listening to one you were speaking, you're in a lot of them, uh, the audio. So I had you in my ears for <laughs> quite some time. One of them, many of them, actually, you're speaking, you know, affirming words, loving words. And then another audio comes in, also your voice, and it's in my other ear. And at first I'm thinking, whoa, is this an error with the brain tap? And then I figured out, oh, this is actually strategic. So why do you have two different audios at the same time? Well, I wanted to, one of the things the brain tap does is we can show on EEG how the brain balances. First, we're stressing out the brain. It's a fun stress. It's kind of like riding a roller coaster if you enjoy them. Yeah, you know, it's like, like a hormetic will, stressor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but what's happening is when, when you are listening to one voice, we can still listen to our internal dialogue. And the brain only processes first attention. So if your first attention is on your internal dialogue, it doesn't matter what I'm saying. You're on your own journey anyway. But now if I introduce a voice in the right ear, what we see is the left brain lights up. Then we do the same thing with the left ear, the right brain lights up. And what we found was we could do the same thing that we're doing with the light and sound headset with just audio by introducing those two voices. At about three minutes across the board, and this is true also in synchronizing clocks and all sorts of different synchronizing systems, our brain synchronizes at about three minutes. So that's why at the beginning of every session, there's a lot more going back and forth and you might see a lot more light because we're, we're getting the brain to do the dance. And once it figures out the dance, you got to do a different one because in order to build that neuroplasticity, we need to challenge the brain. And it's all about connectivity in the brain and energy. So in order to do that work, the reason most people can't meditate is their brain does not have the energy load to do it. And so that's why breath work is so important to do the breath work to prepare yourself for the meditation. And if you're doing it on your own, that's and most people don't realize yoga was invented to meditate. You do yoga. So you have the energy to meditate. Most people think they do yoga to stay physically fit. That was the least of their worries at that time. There were two reasons they created yoga in the ancient times. One was for brain you know, to meditate, to keep uh, the energy there. And number two is to have sex. You know, this, they had their priorities, right? They wanted to remember having sex. I think is the, is the, so, that's the, that's the, you know, so the brain was being done. But so what's happening there is now all of those things are having an epigenetic experience on the brain and body. The body is adapting to those stimulus. But now we're going to introduce language. Language they know can change 2,300 gene expressions. So if you want to change the internal dialogue, you've got to introduce new information. The two voices, there's no room for three voices. They can't have their voice in there. So now, at least for 20 minutes or 30 minutes while they're listening, their belief system has been suspended. And new information is being delivered to the subconscious, which it can choose to use or not use. It's not like, that's why I use, I always use that there's a blanket affirmation that I use that negative thoughts, concepts, and beliefs will have no control over you. Because some people think that no one can control you anyway. But if some people have like, they call it the, um, what are the, the medicine man theory, you know, that if the medicine man says it, it's more of what the medicine man said, it's not the reality they have power over you. It's that you've given your power to them, just like we gave our power away during, you know, what it's happened in the last two years. So what does that mean? When the second voice came into my ear, I 
paid more attention to the second voice and I lost uh, my focus on the main voice. What, what, does that say anything about what, my brain state at that point or is that not really a, a big, I mean, is there anything to extract from that? No, what would you, would typically your brain likes little pieces of information more. And so that little piece of information, most people do exactly what you're talking about. And that's really what we want you to do. When somebody says, well, I don't stay awake. All I hear is, hello, this is Dr. Patrick Porter and eyes open wide awake. I go, perfect. This training isn't for your conscious mind. If you could consciously change it, you would. No one would continue to you know, do the self-abuse. They, they say if, if we talk to anyone else the way we talk to ourselves, we wouldn't have any friends. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. I've been there myself. I would have slapped my, my friend up if the, that spoke, my friend spoke to me that way. If you're anything like me, you spend a lot of money on supplements each month. Have you ever thought these supplements are actually working for you? Are they attaching to your receptor sites and helping your cells do a specific job? What if you're not getting enough minerals? Or what if you have too much of something creating an imbalance in other minerals? Knowing this will not only save you money, but it'll also improve your health so you could balance out the vitamins and minerals that you really need. With that being said, how the heck do you know if you have a mineral imbalance? What I'm bringing you today is a chance to accurately test all of that at the comfort of your home. In this case, I'm talking about my friends over at Upgraded Formulas and their Upgraded Hair Test Kit and Consultation. When you discover the truth here and what's going on with your body, you can vanquish any of those hidden deficiencies that are affecting your metabolism, thyroid, adrenals, mental performance, endurance, strength, and sleep, just to name a few. I've had Barton Scott on the show before and he gave a masterclass on minerals. How this works is simple. You are sent a test kit and you use some of your hair. You just cut off a short piece of your hair. It could be on your head or pubic hair. You send it back to them and they have your results. They also offer a consultation to go over your results with you. It's simple, it's effective, and it's one of the best tests to know if what you're doing is working for you or not. If you'd like to get your hands on their deficiency test and consultation, head to UpgradedFormulas.com. Use the coupon code KETOCAMP15 to receive 15% off your entire order. That is UpgradedFormulas.com. Use the coupon code KETOCAMP15 at checkout. We'll also drop a link down below. You know, it's it's so important to retrain the subconscious mind, which is totally deductive, right? It'll receive and accept everything. I like the way Earl Nightingale put it uh, in the 60s or 50s on his audio recordings. He said, the subconscious mind is like a, a piece of soil on earth. You could plant sweet corn in one area of the soil and then a deadly nightshade in the other area, and they will both grow in abundance if you feed it, right? So what this is helping us do, brain tap is what I mean, it's helping us feed the sweet corn. It's helping us retrain the subconscious mind. My question to you is this. A lot of people are going through this cell danger response where we now know the mitochondria are not just you know, mindless energy producers. It's, they're actually surveillance systems. And when they have determined this wartime environment, Dr. Uh, Robert Navio calls it versus peacetime uh, environment, it goes into the cell danger response where it starts to produce less energy into the survival mode, similar to what you explained. I've seen this a few ways. I've seen this with somebody who has overcome like um, a heavy metal toxicity, mold exposure with myself, 
I overcame this environmental toxicity issue and I detoxed it out of my body. And then I would go into an elevator, someone would walk in with perfume and then my body would go into this like, oh my gosh, like sympathetic, like I'm gonna freak out, like my mind goes into this place. And I had to retrain my limbic system and actually say like, you're safe, this is here to support you and just kind of retrain my mind. Now we see this with like COVID long haulers and people who got PTSD. So what can BrainTap do to help people in this situation? This is really important. I mean, what happens is it's like watching an old TV where you have a ghost of the last movie you watched that's on there and it triggers. Uh, we live in a graphic user interface reality. <laughs> you know, certain things, whether it's a, and smell is the most immediate. You know, in fact, uh, for those wondering, you if you can't smell peanut butter, for instance, you are 10 years away from dementia and Alzheimer's. It gets that specific. So smell is a big trigger like you're talking about. But there's triggers that we see right? There's triggers of sound. Like somebody has PTSD, they can't sit with their back to the door because they have to see things coming at them. So I think what BrainTap does is all of our sensory-based systems, and I'll just use an example of a phobia because that's what this is. An allergy is a phobic response to the immune system. It overproduces white marker cells. So think of white marker cells like the U.S. Navy, better yet, like Navy SEALs. They're, they're, they're killer cells. That's what they do. They're trained to do it. But if they don't have anything to kill, and they're in a bar together, they're probably going to fight each other. You know, and that's what's happening. We're overproducing because of fear. And that psychological fear is creating a physiological destruction to our body. It's in, they call it psychoimmunology. So your psychology affects your immune system. That's your gut because your biggest brain isn't between your ears. Your biggest brain is in your gut. There's more neuron connections in your gut than there are. I tell people the brain between your ears is more like a Google tablet. It doesn't do anything. It basically processes data, but your real brain is in your heart. We have 40,000 neutrino cells, and that controls the show. That's why if somebody's heart's not in their life anymore in their job, there's more heart attacks on Monday morning than any other day of the week. So what I tell people what BrainTap does is takes these three brains and gets them coherent. They have to be communicating. You know, they can all work separately. Like that's what happens when a paraplegic, you know, when their spinal cord gets severed and they go, if somebody doesn't believe their gut has a brain, then we wouldn't exist if that happened. Because this brain up here is not talking to the gut, but the gut does everything. You know, it can control things. It, when somebody says they have a gut instinct, so, but when you're relaxed, what'll happen is, first of all, when you start doing that deep breathing, when you breathe in, you're triggering the sympathetic system. When you breathe out, you're triggering the parasympathetic. That's why like, the 4-8 breathing is so, like somebody has a sympathetic drive or escape that we call it, that's one of the first breaths that I teach them. Because you've got to practice releasing that breath. So you breathe out twice as much as you breathe in. Most people don't know how to breathe. Can you share Can you share that 4-8 method just for those who don't know what it is? Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's very simple. You can practice at night when you're going to bed, you know, just when you're laying on your back, do you breathe into the metal count of four? Notice the stress response. You'll start to feel some anxiety. That's perfect. Then connect that breath on the breath out eight. Slowly breathe out to the count of eight. You'll feel a release because that turns on the parasympathetic system. And if you want to take it another step, you continue this breathing and you visualize the different parts of the body unwinding. They say our body is like electric coil. It needs to be unwound. Most people go to sleep and their body's so wound so tight, they actually are grinding their teeth at night while they sleep. They wake up more tired than they went to sleep. It's because the body is an energy system. 
not to keep talking about keto in, it's, in such a good way, this is what it's about, but keto, when you talk about the self-danger response, the self-danger response, Graham Simpson, who's the buddy that wrote the book, The Four-Week four uh, Diabetes Cure, he talks about the keto diet in there, but he also is talking about what happens with the insulin response. Think of the insulin the insulin's not being produced appropriately because of fear, because of anxiety, because of stress, because of that overproduction of, you know, all of the stress hormones. So when you think about that, those, the process of the cell danger response, every cell is like an individual. You know, we live in a community of cells. And so there are people that have phantom pain, for instance. I, I remember where I, when I had my office in Virginia Beach, Virginia, I would see a lot of the vets would come back. They wouldn't even have legs, but they would have pain in one of their feet or both of their feet. And I, I remember a guy coming in and he he could do fine as long as he didn't go upstairs or go on an elevator. As soon as he went to the second floor, he'd get this excruciating pain in his feet. We found out that it was triggered by proximity to being on the second floor because that's where he was in a helicopter when he jumped out of the helicopter and landed on a landmine. As soon as he unwound that in his brain and, and took it offline, the pain went away. Because believe it or not, pain only happens in one place in the body. It's in the brain. It doesn't happen in the limbs. That's that's just the signaling system. It's kind of like somebody saying they, they're tearing apart their radio and their parents go, what are you doing? Why are you tearing that apart? You go, I'm trying to find the guy who's talking. You know, that's the body. You know, people keep tearing it apart. There's nothing in there. You know, the, the more you look, there's nothing there. It's It's something, it's coming from somewhere else. That's how Wim Hof is able to do an hour in ice bath and cure himself of pathogens and is using his brain. He's mastered that. Interesting. So what about those who, you know, HRV, heart rate variability, something that I think everybody should track and get your baseline because we're all going to have different baselines and there's, some, there's a, a genetic component to it. But get your baseline of your heart rate variability, which is a good marker of how well you are tapping into parasympathetic and sympathetic or are you too much sympathetic you call it the sympathetic escape, you said. How does BrainTap help with HRV? Because in my community, especially my Keto Camp Academy members, a lot of them, we have this conversation because they have aura rings and they're like, Ben, my, I've done so many things to get my, to try to get my HRV up. I get 28, 32, 38. Like, how do I continuously raise that up? They use BrainTap, they're going to see it skyrocket. I mean, that's the one thing. We actually developed a tool called the NeuroCheck, which uses HRV as one of the parameters because we show how... When you talk about heart coherence, it's really gut, heart, brain. You're, those are the three. That's what the, so those three brains are in harmony. And one of the things that we hear all the time, it, whether they're using the Aura Ring, BioStrap, we've done research with both of them, and they'll get a phenomenal result, especially in sleep scores. Uh, and that's a misnomer, too, the way people think about sleep. But there's the, the reality is that if you're always in sympathetic drive, you're never going to have a good heart rate variability because you're you're always on the ready. You think you're going to get attacked at any moment. And whether that's pathogens like mold, and if you get, you know, that's why there's a gentleman up in uh, Michigan who runs a company that goes and clears out homes of mold in that. And he actually gives them all a brain tap when they're done because psychologically he's cleaned so many houses and there's nothing in there anymore, but they still have the trigger. That it's all about unwinding the sensory perception. So I, let me, I didn't get a chance to finish that now. That brought it when we think about a phobia, it, all the information rushes to the brain at the same time. It's like being in an old farmhouse that has fuses. 
and you know that one of those would blow and you'd go have to fix the fuse but now we have we have a tripper right it, it trips but it resets 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 in our system what happens is it keeps blowing the fuse but it keeps resetting and it's happening so quickly that pretty soon we start to feel it as kinetic energy and that drives the unfortunately emotion drives behavior so it creates an emotional response that drives the behavior that is not healthy yeah that's exactly what was, ha- what was happening to me with uh perfumes like really chemically sensitive smells going into an uber they have those air fresheners and i'm like my heart rate starts and i start sweating and now it's gotten a lot better brain tap i'm sure is going to help you with it as well but it's so important and for those who are struggling with sleep you know deep sleep as you talk about a lot is so important important for fat loss and detoxification and clearing out plaques and proteins from the brain and getting more parasympathetic can only help you get more deep sleep won't it Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's two biohacks that are free is sleeping and drinking good water. You know, those are two things that almost everybody out there could start doing. But most people think of sleep as time, time sensitive. And it is to a degree. But the reality is, if you can get like on an aura ring, if you get an hour of deep sleep, you crush the score. If you get two hours of deep sleep on a bio strap, you crush the score. One hour on bio strap won't do it because they have different algorithms that show you what's going on. But what you, we really need, I like to tell people, you need at least an hour of deep sleep, two hours of REM sleep. The rest is almost useless. In the military, prove that. We need four hours of sleep. But when you're young, 19 to 23, like the military, you can get away with lack of sleep and things like that. You know, But as we get uh, better looking and more intelligent with age, you need more of that sleep to, to keep your body functioning. And that's where that 4-8 that breathing I talked about, if somebody goes to sleep stressed, it might take them up to three to four hours to get into the sleep rhythm. We really need six to seven sleep rhythms. And when we talk about deep sleep, the real key to deep sleep with the brain is that is the only time that our brain detoxes. Now, other than they now know that through light therapy, like like brain tap or red light therapy, I think PMF does the same thing. It, it will open up the brain to detox. The glymphatic system? Yeah, yeah. The leoglymphomic system that they just, the medical community just found in 2016. <laughs> like, like nobody had it in their head before that. But if you look at if you look at the lymph system before 2015, the lymph system stops right here. Now it goes into the brain, but they didn't realize it only turns on. It's almost like a, a, an invisible kind of plumbing system, but it only turns on during that deep sleep. Yeah, that's where the brain shrinks in size to, to be able to collect some of those toxins and activate that the glial cells. Yeah, that, so interesting what you said about REM and deep sleep. So you said optimal would be two hours of REM, and then if you could get two hours of deep, great, but an hour of deep sleep you think is good. I was under the impression of uh, my research on sleep that two hours of each would be optimal. I didn't think REM would be more optimal than deep. So why do you? Uh, what have you seen that I haven't seen? Well, the one thing that REM gives you the capacity, what they're finding is for psychological reasons, you need more REM than deep sleep because that's when you work out your problems. Uh, ideally, right. You know, short-term memory, long-term memory. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're taking everything, uh, the hippocampus is being ex- exercised, taking those short-term memories to long-term memories and all of that. Deep sleep, what happens there is it only happens in bursts. They call them micro burst of Delta. So it's kind of hard to get more than two hours, even if you're in bed for eight hours. I, although I have seen people have four hours of deep sleep. Yeah. I've seen that too. Yeah. I, I get about two hours of deep and about hour and 45 minutes, two hours of REM each night on average. The other night I got three hours and 20 minutes of deep and about an hour and 45 minutes of REM. 
and I felt super refreshed. The more deep you get, the better. It's just most people don't do that. You're you're hitting numbers of rock stars of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and I do the red light there, the PEMF. I do have the chili pad. I have an organic bed. I mean, I do a lot of things. So I, now I'm curious because I've been traveling a bit. So I've used this like a couple times per week. What would your recommendation be to me in terms of like really tracking some things here? How often should I use this each week? Can I take it when I travel? You're going to say yes. So what's the recommendation for me? Well, best case scenario is do it once a day. Okay. You pick the morning, we call that digital coffee, the afternoon for a reboot. Most people listen, those are the two most popular uh, for people who are just using it like you are. But most of our users use it right before bed because they're not sleeping and it's going to help them to encourage more sleep. Now on the road, what we found is that you can use that even on the plane, but if you can use it right when you land, get to your hotel room, do it, you will reset your circadian clock to that moment. We showed in a study we did with United Pilots out of San Francisco to China, what takes four, it takes actually three days for them to reset their neurological clock so they can fly. They have to take a neurological test. And then what we showed them was if they did a brain tap on the flight over, did one when they landed, they could be in that same place in four hours. Wow, that's fascinating. Then they didn't, the whole problem with the airlines is they, they were trying to do it by drinking or doing some kind of destructive behavior and they want to keep them healthy. Now the, the pilots could go and have a good time at the areas they were at. And That's fascinating. What would be the audio that I would use in the app for the traveling when I land? Well, that deep, you could just listen to one of the stress-free ones or, you know, the, but there is a series for, it's called Sky Blue that I did for US Air when they were in business. We used to uh, work with their flight attendants to stay on the time clock, you know, because they're, those people, that's terrible. You know, the time zones they're flying under and the hours they have to work, it's it's crazy. Yeah, totally. So the app is amazing. Uh, How many audios do you have in there? There's 1,800. 1,800, I saw it, I'm like, this is super cool. Then there's also like some of my peers that have their favorite audios, like Ben Greenfield and a few others. And how it works is, you could either get the headset device, which is that's going to be the full experience where you actually have the headset, the lights are going through, uh, if you're watching on YouTube here and through the ears, and you connect that via Bluetooth through the audio. That's how I've been doing it. Or you could just get the app and use any kind of headset and get a, a, a good experience, just not as optimized as, as the one with the actual headset. So you are being very, bene- uh, not beneficial, but the word I'm looking for is very generous to the keto campers, and you're going to offer them a free 15-day trial for them to give BrainTap a try. And if you do get it, I do recommend you get it. Do it every single day so you can maximize exactly what this is going to do for your parasympathetic. We're going to put a link for you down below to get that. But I want for you to share a little bit more about, real quick before we wrap this up, what are some other conditions or symptoms somebody might be having right now that we haven't spoken about that they might be able to benefit for something like this? Well, we do have, we go as far as even uh, pre-surgery, post-surgery. We have medical programs for that. We have sports programs for golf, basketball, football, sports zone, the ones I worked with the U.S. Olympic teams with. And then we have sessions for, in you know, better sleep, mind over menopause, um, weight loss too. Stress, yeah, weight loss, stress-free childbirth. We actually have a keto series that's on there. So, and it just basically keeps people focused on, because I needed it for myself when I started to learn about keto, you know, and, and it has really helped me. I, I started keto actually at the time of the, when all this craziness happened, I lost 35 pounds. So wow. I, yeah. I really like it. So those. So are, how does the keto series work? How does that work in the app? I haven't listened to that yet. You just listen to it and it's going to tell you about the two 
it doesn't tell you what specific keto diet to use. It's just basically motivating you to stay on track with whatever diet you choose and prompt you to make healthy choices, you know, and basically keeps the main principles of keto, you know, in the forefront. So when they're, if they get tempted by a banana or something or whatever, that'd probably be a healthier. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a, a healthier option than a Snickers <laughs> bar. <laughs> so it, it's basically, it's called top of the mind awareness. So as you, if you focus on something, like you were saying earlier, you focus on it's going to grow. So when somebody starts and just use the keto diet as an example, they started it for a reason. It's like falling in love. You get that honeymoon effect. Unfortunately, after the honeymoon, what makes it stick? You know, love doesn't last unless you work at it. So the same thing's true with any uh, way of eating and things of that nature. So, you know, I'd love to have you listen to it. And if we can update it, I'd love to just partner with you on it. I did that myself. So I'm not a keto expert. I'm a keto, you know, advocate, <laughs> you know, so it would be good. You'll notice most of my sessions, I went out and found an expert that can help me. And I'd, I'd love to, you know, I could even get you the scripts and you can tell me how you would update them. Yeah, sounds like a plan. I'll, I'll listen to it. I'll take some notes. Um, maybe it'll be my voice in there. If the keto campers want to see that or hear that, let us know. <laughs> Leave a comment if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, the bottom line is this. I mean, this conversation is one of the most important ones we've had on the show. We're 400 episodes in. And I say that because you can be doing keto perfectly, the macros perfectly, have the greatest fasting schedule with your fatty coffee, all the supplements in the world. But if you're not doing the inner work, if you're not working on that inner size, it doesn't matter what happens externally because it's what's happening on the inside that matters. This is fundamental. And there's only two ways, at least that I know of, to change your paradigm. You could either change your paradigm through an emotional impact, like 9-11 for a lot of people was an emotional impact and it changed the way people thought. Me losing my dad, emotional impact changed the way I thought. That's one way to change the paradigm or spaced repetition on a day-to-day -day basis of actually applying this information, just every consistently applying it. That's another way. And this is a much better option than going through an emotional impact. So if you want to change your paradigm and change your thoughts and change your life, this is one of the best tools out there. I believe you can do that because there's so many things out there, but this is backed by science and you have it on your website, which is braintap.com. So I encourage all the keto campers listening and watching, get the link down below. It's a free 15 day trial. Maybe you upgrade to get the headset. Maybe you just stick around just with the app in your own headphones, but give this a shot. It'll make a big difference for you. Final words, Patrick, that you want to leave for the keto campers? Well, I think just to know that any brain at any age can improve. No matter what anybody tells you, we've taken dementia patients off dementia in six weeks. So your brain is an incredible tool. And the, the quicker you start using it, the better and more efficient it's going to be for you. Amen to that. Patrick, thanks for your many, many years of dedication to this uh, field of research. And uh, just amazing to me. I, I love what you bring to the table from an energy standpoint and your attitude and enthusiasm, but also the research and all the work you're doing across the world. I love BrainTap. I love the product. I appreciate you coming on the show and sharing with my audience today. And I look forward to potentially upgrading the keto part of your app and uh, doing some more collaborations with you guys. So thank you so much, Patrick. All right. Thank you for having me, Ben. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Dr. Patrick Porter as much as I did. I had a lot of fun speaking with him. You can tell he's a smart man. He's got a lot of research. If you are inspired to give BrainTap a try. We have a free 15-day trial for you. We're going to drop a link for that down below in the podcast notes. You don't have to get the headset. You can just do it for free with any headphones. I do recommend 
getting the full experience with the headset. Either way, click the link down below to learn more and go check him out on his website, drpatrickporter.com, braintap.com. On Instagram, he's at drpatrickporter. He also has a great YouTube channel. We'll put all those links down below, including his books, by the way, we'll, you could find down below. We also had a conversation offline about me potentially doing the keto version because they have a, in their app, they have thousands of audios and there's a keto part and he reads it and he narrates it himself. But I might potentially be the person who creates uh, the keto part of their app. So stay tuned for that. I think that would be super cool and right up my alley. If this episode was beneficial to you, please share it with somebody you know. Please leave it a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening to and go get signed up for the Keto Challenge coming up in seven days. Go to ketocampchallenge.com and please consider leaving the show a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening to. Thanks so much for listening to the entire episode of the Keto Camp Podcast. I'll see you on the next one. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Ben Azadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own. And this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.